If you are listening to this podcast, it means you're searching, searching for someone who understands you, someone who gets you. You are yearning to be understood and to belong. Welcome to the Someone Gets Me podcast, where we help smart, talented, and sensitive people navigate an often insensitive world. I am Diane Allen, your host. My roles as ambassador, author, speaker, and intuitive mentor for bright and talented people are woven into each episode. I have the experience and knowledge to educate and inspire as I have been there and I understand your unique intensities, sensitivities, and challenges. Welcome. Symptoms of Inner Peace. Welcome, friends, to this episode of Someone Gets Me. I hope your day is going well, or if you're greeting my voice first thing in the morning, I hope you have a glorious day. So today, we're going to talk about inner peace and how you know you're getting there. I have lots of people that call me and different clients of mine and friends and and even some colleagues that say, well, I'm looking for peace. You know, the world wants more peace, but I don't even really know how to tell if I'm peaceful. In fact, when I've done safe and sound protocol with lots of people, when they come out of emergency stage of dysregulation and anxiety, they mistake peace for boredom because they've never really felt a real sense of inner peace. Maybe because their childhood was chaotic or their world has been full of confusion or their executive functioning is off. There's lots of reasons to be dysregulated and lots of reasons to miss the symptoms of inner peace partly because we're not taught how to honor peace and live in peace, unless, of course, you've been one of the few that have gotten this information. So I want to talk about some of the symptoms. How do you know that you are experiencing inner peace or even on the road toward it? So, you know, a lot of people say to meditate and breathe, and I totally agree with that. And I believe also in connecting with nature and feeling the sun on your face and the breeze on your skin and really allowing yourself to be immersed in nature, not just watching nature. And there's lots of ways to get here. But I think one of the first symptoms would be a tendency to think and act in a spontaneous kind of lighthearted way rather than basing things on fear for how it used to be. So when you experience more and more peace, you have more and more freedom of expression, more ability to be spontaneous and not be afraid because of some past experience or some past information. And, you know, I I have it in people that I know where I'll say, let's go do this or let's go do that. And I'm a little bit spontaneous and they'll go, yeah, but, and the yeah, but will be followed by a past experience. Well, the last time I went there, it was really bad. Or, you know, that road isn't very good. And I don't, bumpy roads don't work really well. And there's all these things that let me know that their fear level is high. Now that's not right or wrong or good or bad. You know, if you've listened to me for any period of time, you realize that it's not about judgment. It's about awareness. It's about the more we have awareness into how we process, how we operate, how our world is a reflection of us in so many ways, then we have more freedom to make different choices if we want to. You know, um, Charles Fillmore, who was one of the co-founders of Unity, said, always reserve the right to change your mind. 
So no matter how long you've been going down a road, if it's arduous and difficult and hard on you, maybe stop for a moment and see how much fear from a past experience or fear of some unknown thing is getting in the way of you experiencing authentic inner peace. Now, another symptom of inner peace is a loss of interest in judging other people. Judgment means to assign value. So there might be a person or a group that you don't want to be associated with, but to judge them is wrong. That's where the inner peace goes away. Because I might say, well, that particular, you know, this particular group over here, I don't really resonate with them. And that's okay. But for me to say they're wrong or the other way, they're better than me. That's judgment. And that shows a lack of inner peace. And so it's extremely important that we realize that we can make choices from discernment and not go the other step to assign judgment, which means to assign value. So the more peace you have, the less you assign value to others. You know what's good for you, what's not good for you, what resonates with you, what doesn't resonate with you, and you stay in that flow which leads me to the next part, which is this undeniable ability to um, live in the moment and enjoy it, whatever's happening. It's, it's the, you know, the Buddhists talk, talk about non-attachment and non-attachment means being fully engaged and not um, being attached to the outcome where detachment means I don't really care. So to enjoy every moment and be in that flow means that I'm fully invested. I'm fully in the experience. And I trust that where it's leading and what's happening is going to be for the good. So I don't have to get ahead of myself, um, which which is a form of worry. And another symptom of inner peace is when people aren't really interested in worrying about the future or or being upset about something or getting in conflict about things where, you know, let's argue about this or it should be that. And um, and these things are very, very important for us because the more peaceful we are, the more we're able to come out of the future and quit worrying and stop letting um, what we think may happen rule us, which then actually takes our power away. Rather, We stay in the moment, freeing ourselves from the past, and we're able to make much better decisions and take actions that serve ourselves and the greater good with a lot more ease and grace and a lot more power and a lot more agency and sovereignty about us. So releasing that ability to worry about everything else and worry about the future is a big one for me. I can always tell when my peace level is going down because my brain's going in the future, my brain's going in the future, my brain's going in the future, and I start worrying. So if you find yourself worrying, understand that that fear of the future and that, as I say, worry is praying for something to go wrong, that all of that is undermining your sense of peace. Now, the reason why we want to have inner peace is because we make better decisions our life is more fulfilled and we're happier. So it matters that we live in harmony with our being, with our existence. And one of the ways we do that is by releasing the the, um, age old, um, for some people it's an addiction or interest into interpreting the actions of other people, assigning motive 
to somebody else when you don't know what their motive is, you're just assigning it to them. Like they did that because they don't like me or they did that because they're just trying to get ahead or they did that because, and you don't know that for sure. And you're assigning and interpreting their actions and their motives. That really means you're uh, lacking peace in that moment because you've got all of your energy on that other person, which then makes you their slave. So once you turn over all your energy to another for your sense of well-being or to try to understand or to try to, you know, assign motive to them, any of that to judge them, you now become their slave because you gave all your power to them. And then whatever they do or don't do, you're, you're in that process. You're stuck with them. You can't get out of it until you detach from that drive and that, that training we've all got to judge other people and be um, very um, sometimes harsh in the way we interpret what somebody's actions and motives are. Um, you can always tell when your inner peace is getting bigger because you have more gratitude and more sense of appreciation. You know, like I noticed that years and years ago when I started my my um, journey of uh, uh, freeing myself from that bondage of human ignorance from my childhood and my younger years, one of the things I noticed right away was I started appreciating flowers and nature much more. I started noticing things on a qualitatively different level that really fed my soul. So people with inner peace walk around appreciating things. They walk around having gratitude for things. And, and it's palpable. And it's not just in their head. People will say, well, I'm grateful for this and I'm grateful for that and they keep it in their head. That's not inner peace yet. It's on the road to inner peace, but it's not inner peace until it has made that long distance from your brain into your heart and your gut. People with inner peace also have a great feelings of being connected to other people and nature. They like to be connected. It helps um, serve the greater good. They, they smile much more. They, um, they, they have this way of allowing things to happen and allowing things to unfold in the right and perfect way, right on time, rather than trying to force it or make it to happen. You know, I'd always remind myself that like all the flowers and all of nature is right on time. You know, in the fall, the leaves change right on time that mother nature creates all kinds of weather situations right on time to try to balance herself from the damage humans have done. And everything is right on time. And when we stay connected to nature in that way, and we let, allow ourselves to smile in the beauty of the natural order of the world, that's a reflection of our own sense of inner peace. So the people who are out there pushing, 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 trying to make it do this, do that, they have a high fear level often. And that promotes greed and fear and pride and all of that comes from fear. And so that inner peace is not there. That's how come we see a lot of people who are famous and on the outside, they look all happy and then they kill themselves or they overdose or something, something happens to them and that they caused. Well, it's still waters run deep, right? That sometimes on the outside, things can look one way, but on the inside, it's very different. So, you know, somebody's got inner peace because they smile and they're kind of, um, flowy and happy and they don't try to push or force things. Now that doesn't mean they don't have goals. They have tons of goals and desires and dreams. And there is the conspicuous absence of trying to force everything. We don't want to force. We want to 
impact the world from our internal locus of control. We want to act upon the world. We want to think, speak, and act in ways that align with our highest good. And then allow the universe to take care of it, allow the natural process of unfoldment to happen. Gifted people and artists and creators and visionary people tend to be ahead of the game. So you might have this really amazing idea or this really amazing thing, and it, the world's not ready for it for a couple of years. So sometimes we have to practice a little patience in hanging out on our piece, knowing that it will show up or the opportunity will open at the right and perfect time multiples of times in my life, I've had a great idea or could see something that would be really amazing. And it wasn't well received when I shared it at first. And then a you know year or two, and sometimes three or four years later, then the people around me were willing to hear it and receive it. So sometimes when you're in peace, part of this being connected and contented with how things are going is not trying to pour, push or force things to happen. I always say to myself, I can't push a rope, can't push a rope. So let's just allow it to be drawn forward, allow the energy to draw me forward and draw the information to where it needs to go versus trying to force and push. My peace level is dramatically better now because of that. Once I learned that many years ago, it's like, whoa, it's a whole different life. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, And one of the last things I want to talk about is that when you know you're feeling a lot of inner peace, when you love to express love and care for others, and that you allow others to care for you. Like a lot of people who are givers, and they say, well, I'm a giver, I'm a giver. But if you say something nice to them, or you try to give to them, they push it back. That's not a giver. By the way, when somebody does that, if they cannot receive, if you cannot receive then when you give, you're not giving. It's a fear-based response to try to be um, accepted and loved and cared about. It's a, In that moment, it's a transaction. So the only way you know a true giver is somebody who can receive. And, and a lot of people would argue with me on that, but I've been around a long time and I see it differently. I am, I one of the best ways to test it is tell somebody you care about them, you love them or you care about them. And if they answer right back, I love you too. Thank you very much. You know, and, and really fast, then they've got fear underneath there because the most appropriate response to I love you is thank you because it's the highest compliment. And people who have a lot of inner peace love to extend that peace, share it with you, bring it into your space and bring it into the relationship. And it's beautiful. And they also know how to receive kindness and generosity and compassion. So when you're giving, if you are unable to receive, then most likely there is an undisclosed or maybe unconscious motive of giving in order to feel okay, giving in order to feel loved, giving in order to get something that I really want, you know, out of the relationship. Um, and, you know, one time I was helping this one woman and and her grandson was always getting in trouble with the law and he would break into her house and steal her stuff because, you know, he had drug problems and she kept bailing him out and bringing him home, you know, and he would get arrested and, and then, you know, he would start out, he would be good for a week and start all over again. And when we talked about it for a long time, you could just see her mental health was deteriorating. She was anxious and upset and having a hard time and couldn't focus and wasn't sleeping. And it just kept going down and down. 
her physical well-being, her mental health because of the stress level and being basically abused and taken advantage of by her grandson. And at one point I said, so you're doing all of this for him so you can feel needed, right? It wasn't out of the extension of love. It was because she was trying to control things so she could feel needed. And that, and when when I said that, she kind of like sat back and was like, oh my God, you're right. And she didn't want to hear it. And I didn't really want to say it. But if somebody doesn't tell the truth, it's hard to come out of those trances. She didn't realize it. And that gave her then permission to go forward with different decisions and decide how she wanted her own sense of inner peace to go forward and how she wanted that relationship to be. So it's very important that we realize that every little thing in our life gives us clues, right? So if I can't find myself worrying, where's my peace level, right? If I find myself feeling overwhelmed or not appreciating the little things, where's my peace level? Because we all, you know, everybody I know says, oh, I want to feel more peace, you know, because we live in a, in a society that's full of stress and overwhelm. Um, there's lots of pressures and it's a constant bombardment of information and content and, and things you got to do. And what about this? And ex- people that have ADHD or executive functioning situations and challenges, we have a much different way of dealing with it. It's difficult. It's difficult. So. Um, Just because somebody has something that looks like a gift, it could maybe be a bigger challenge, right? And then other people have other big challenges. So what matters, though, is that if you decide you want inner peace or you want more peace without having to go on the mountaintop and meditate all the time, it's important to pay attention to some of these things I'm talking about, like practice for a week, any one of these things, like practice for a week, enjoying every moment and just staying in the moment and enjoying the moment without any judgment, just enjoying the moment. Or maybe spend a week releasing yourself from the obsession of interpreting other people's actions and assigning motives. And that might take some work, right? Because I know a lot of people that do that. Or maybe you could practice smiling more, just smiling. Because when you smile, it changes the chemistry in your body and it opens opportunities for you to see things differently. So maybe just turn that frown upside down, right? As they say. So these are some ideas about how you know when you are feeling more and more inner peace. Now, inner peace also is not a destination. It's not a thing in the sense of a destination. And then, okay, we've attained inner peace. Like, you know, I visited, you know, a certain town and I check it off. No, inner peace is a state of being. It's a way of being. It's a, it's an ongoing, evolving, amazing journey. Some days we're more peaceful than others. Some days those old past fears get us and we have to do a little bit more work on ourselves in order to get our peace back where we would like it. So it's a, it's a moving, beautiful, organic process. And The more peace you allow yourself to feel, the lower your blood pressure, the better your blood sugar will be. The risk of cardiovascular events like heart attack and stroke and things like that diminish greatly. So if you would like an increased physical health, we start with an inner peace. If you would like increased spiritual evolution and awareness, inner peace. 
if you want more emotional calm, inner peace. If you would like better social situations or to meet people who are in alignment, remember you attract people with the same energy you have. So developing more inner peace will attract to you people who have more inner peace. It's quite fun, actually. So I hope this episode has served you well and that you're going to practice some of these ways to develop inner peace and see them as the symptoms that the work you're doing on yourself with all of your quirks and all of your coolness and all of your differences and all of your similarities to all those around you. Give yourself permission to continue to develop a deeper sense of inner peace. I think, friends, that will help all of us as the world unfolds in in interesting, um, turbulent ways that we see out there. So inner peace, I think, is a really good way to begin to focus on what's most important. And so until the next time of Someone Gets Me, keep your face to the sun so the shadows fall behind you because you're a rock star. You're here on purpose with a mighty purpose. So go out there, smile, be spontaneous, allow yourself to be free of worry and conflict. See yourself as a beautiful, radiant light that you are. Until the next episode of Someone Gets Me, be well. Are you tired of searching for someone to understand you? Join our Facebook group, Someone Gets Me. In this group, you will be able to connect with others who are intense, sensitive, smart, and talented. I share my insights and teachings, and you can connect with others in a real, authentic, safe forum. So join us today. Someone gets me.